Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Hello, my name is Nigel. That's Hammer over there with a very special guest on the hotline. Dan Nash is a nationally accredited trainer at the Human Trafficking Training Center. And Dan, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel Show. And my colleague, Nigel, and I, we've been doing this afternoon show for about six years. When we first started about six years ago, one of the first things we talked about was how human trafficking is one of the most underreported stories in America. Well, that was six years ago. Time has gone by. I think a lot more people talk about it. There's been a very successful movie about it. So my question to you, right out of the gate here, have we made progress in human trafficking in this country, or is the situation at the border so poor and dire right now it's worse because honestly i have no idea um no we have not made progress and and thanks for having me on the show by the way um we we currently have probably more trafficking taking place in america today in 2024 than ever in our history um does the border have some part to play with that yes it does we don't know for sure how much um, right now. We know that a lot of the folks that are being brought across the border are being smuggled. They're not being trafficked. But does that increase trafficking in America? Well, sure, it's going to when you have all these vulnerable people that are coming into the country that are susceptible to being trafficked. But we don't really know what those numbers are going to look like. And honestly, it may take years to figure that out. Honestly, if we ever figure it out, because we don't really have any idea of how many people are even coming into the country. So tell me a little bit about the Human Trafficking Training Center. I know you guys are coming to uh, Indy in March. I believe it's 19th through the 20th in Middletown. What is the Human Trafficking Training Center? So we teach law enforcement. Um, we teach some other folks that we invite other folks to come out to, like um, victim advocates. And we allow like CPS workers, social service workers, um, but really what we're doing, and probation and parole, but really what we're doing is training law enforcement. And we provide skills-based um, human trafficking training for law enforcement. So there's, there's been actually research about this, and if you look at the research across the country, and I, I think the listeners would be surprised to know this, that only about 17% of law enforcement in America get any human trafficking training whatsoever. And if you break that down between skills-based training and awareness-based training, it's only 8%. So what is the difference between skills-based and awareness-based? Well, skills-based training is like what to do, whereas awareness-based training is like it's really good for like the community and hotel workers and truckers and casino workers and transportation workers. You know, if you see something, say something, you call 911. But that's not good for law enforcement. They are 911. They have no one to call. They have to know not only how to identify human trafficking, but then they have to know how to investigate it. And law enforcement does not get this training. And most people think, oh, it's just the small towns that don't get it. No, it's everybody. Uh, I'll give you an example. So most people, you know, will think of our federal law enforcement partners as, you know, well, they've got to be trained. So here's a dirty little secret. The FBI gets not a single hour of human trafficking training in their academy. None. Zero. 
So when they come out of their academy, they have absolutely no training, none whatsoever of human trafficking. And then we wonder why they're not good at it. We've set them up to fail at it. Dan Nash is a, a trainer at the Human Trafficking Training Center. Dan, I, I can imagine your job is, is maybe sometimes takes an emotional toll. I can imagine the things you've seen uh, in your role uh, there. I mean, it, it, how do you deal with, how do you process, how do you compartmentalize um, the things you see on a day-to-day basis in terms of, of what human trafficking looks like? Um, honestly, probably when I was working as a state trooper for 27 years, um, I I had to figure out how to deal with some of that, honestly, um, because you are seeing, you know, horrible things in my job now, um, while I'm still am exposed to, you know, some pretty negative things, I really look at what I do now as something positive and I'll give you an example. So in 2023, we did 49 trainings in 28 states. Uh, we taught 4,927 police officers across this country, and those 4,927 police officers left that training and found 272 trafficking victims after they left the training. The quickest was five hours and 15 minutes, and the youngest person was 11. So even though that's bad, I look at that yeah. as a positive thing. I mean, yeah. we are the police and giving the police the skills to go do these things and then as soon as they're trained they're going out and doing it so i'm i'm excited about that i i look at that as a positive and i'm thinking man if we can only train all the police think of the difference we could make dan explain what human trafficking really means because i'm sure there's probably somebody listening to our show right now that they've heard the term but they don't really know what it means is this you know young children being sent to like epstein island is this sex trafficking what is the broad uh, definition of human trafficking so in the united states there's basically two forms of, of, of trafficking essentially there's sex trafficking and then there's labor trafficking um all trafficking is is me if i'm the trafficker forcing someone else to commit criminal activity for my um, for my financial gain. So where we'll mostly see that, especially on the sex trafficking side, is prostitution. Most people, you know, think of prostitution as, oh, that's just somebody that's made a poor decision in life, or they're just a, a, an alcoholic or a drug addict or something. But that's actually not true. And all the academic research supports this. My own experience supports this, that some 90 to 95 percent of, of persons involved in prostitution are actually under third-party control. In other words, they are being trafficked. Somebody is forcing them to do that. But there's also other things that they force them to do. Drug traffic, they also force them to steal, to commit forgery, to commit credit card fraud. And a lot of times the traffickers will say to the victims, okay, you owe me $3,000 today. I don't care how you get it. You can go have sex with 15 men today and bring me my $3,000, Or you can take these credit cards and go buy stolen goods and bring you the stolen goods back. Now, if you were a trafficking victim, which would you choose? Of course I'd choose the credit cards. Of course I'd choose to transport drugs. Of course I'd choose to go steal or to commit forgery or to do something else versus have sex with 15 men a day. So that's all part of human trafficking. It's basically using force, fraud, and coercion. Um, Every state and the federal government requires that except Minnesota. Um, you have to show force, fraud, or coercion 
um, to force someone to commit criminal activity. That's all human trafficking is, is forcing someone through force, fraud, and coercion to commit criminal activity. Is there a predominant age group that you see more than others? Is it legal adults? Is it young children? Is there one specific uh, age group that is in more danger than anybody else? Um, it's really anybody that has a vulnerability. So traffickers, just that's all they're concerned about. They're not as concerned about someone's race or gender or anything like that. They're concerned about vulnerability. And vulnerabilities can be a lot of different things, right? It can be poverty. It can be um, the fact that you're undocumented. It can be a host of things. Probably the biggest vulnerability that we see is children that were either sexually or physically abused as a child. In all the years that I've been doing human trafficking work and interviewed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of victims and survivors, um, the I can count on one hand the number of them that were not either physically or sexually abused as a child. That's almost where it always starts. They're physically or sexually abused as a kid, creates all this trauma. Um, the traffickers see that trauma. They exploit that trauma. They utilize that. They groom this person. They manipulate this person. Um, and then the next thing they know, they're in a really bad situation that they can't get out of. So it's all really about vulnerabilities more than anything else. Dan Nash is a nationally accredited trainer at the Human Trafficking Training Center. How important, I, I still have not seen the movie yet. It seems like kind of a, a tough watch for me um, because I don't like this subject and I'm so glad there are guys out here like you doing this. Uh, but the movie Sound of Freedom, human trafficking, sex trafficking, um, how, how important was that movie in sort of highlighting uh, this this nationwide problem, and I understand they're, you're kind of working with the people behind that movie. So there is pros and cons of the movie um, Sound of Freedom, clearly. Number one, um, was it good, and did it generate a lot of awareness and get people talking about human trafficking? 100%. I mean, when that movie was running, I was getting more people calling me, asking me questions, more people were calling a lot of different places. It, it That movie generated more awareness for human trafficking probably than anything that I've seen in the last few years. The problem with the movie, and this is because it's Hollywood, right? Um, everything that they portrayed in that movie was not 100% accurate. So some of the stuff that they showed in that movie, um, for example, you know, children being abducted and, and forced into trafficking, that's not really what we see in America. Um, I mean, the idea that you're going to go to Target and you with your daughter and you're going to walk across the target parking lot and a trafficker is going to grab your daughter and run off with her and be and traffic her. That's not really what we see at all. That, that That's just not really true and accurate. Um, what we see most of all, all is people that are in very vulnerable situations. A trafficker has groomed, manipulated and exploited them and then maybe gets that young juvenile daughter to run away from home and go be with the trafficker because she thinks it's going to be better over there. Or you have someone that's in a, um, a house where their parents don't really care about them and they're not really paying attention to them. You have somebody in a house where or maybe they're in a foster care system or they're a runaway. Those folks are super, super vulnerable to trafficking. That's what we see in America. The abductions are really not accurate. What we see is the the exploitation of vulnerable people so tell me about what's coming up in march here in middletown uh the 19th and the 20th uh you've got a, a couple classes available 
Yes. Yeah, so we're going to do a two-day training for law enforcement. So um, it's 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 going to be free to law enforcement. We've we funded it through other ways and and other things because we, we know that law enforcement has lost a lot of training money in the last few years with all the stuff that's going on in the country. Um, so we want to make it free for law enforcement. Uh, probation and parole is welcome to attend. Child Protective Services, folks like that are all welcome to attend. Advocates that work in the trafficking field, we want them to attend. And, and what we're going to do is we're going to provide law enforcement 16 hours or two days of skills-based law enforcement training. And what we expect to see is some of these officers, when they leave that training, will probably start finding victims of trafficking very, very quickly. That's almost I mean, that happens at almost every single training that we do is there'll be traveling victims found within the first seven to 14 days after those officers leave the training. And if there's law enforcement officials listening to our program right now, which I know there are, we've got a great relationship. If they want to take advantage of this, how do they do it? They can just go to our website, which is the human trafficking training center.com. They can sign up for the class right off of that website. And it's open to Police department, sheriff's department, state police, federal agents, it doesn't matter. As long as you're in law enforcement, we want you to attend. Because, again, we know that most law enforcement does not receive this training. So we're trying to provide it to to um, as many law enforcement folks as we can across the country. Dan Nash of the Human Trafficking Training Center. Dan, keep doing what you're doing. This is God's work, my friend. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to join us. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, and be safe. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.